What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Danny, and you're listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. I'm so excited to share with you what's on my heart today, but real quick, I just want to remind you, which actually ties into today's message, to check out my last episode about being still. This has been such a huge part of my routine and my faith walk, my journey, just a way that I'm rest-centered and really can just find ways to like meet with God and hear his voice and all the things. So if you haven't yet, go check out my last episode about being still. I know it's going to serve you well and totally give you the opportunity to change your perspective and just the atmosphere of like your day and what God's doing in your life. So lean into that. On today's episode, I want to talk to the people who are curious about seeking a relationship with God. That's right. I did not refer to this as religion. I'll go into that a little bit later. It's actually my favorite topic to refer to uh, the way that I live my life as a relationship with God, as opposed to an act of religion, something that I just do or practice. But yeah, I've been getting a lot of questions lately about what that looks like. What are some first steps? How do you explore your relationship with God? What does that look like? Or maybe you've strayed from your faith, right? And maybe you're feeling like that tug to kind of lean back in. I just want to share with you what's on my heart. And first off, you guys, I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you have this tug to know Jesus, to have a relationship with God. Obviously, I fully believe this is the best decision that you'll make in your entire life is to have a relationship with him, know his heart, know his character. And I truly believe, you know, that God creates with a a God-shaped hole in our heart, right? That nothing else can satisfy. He intended it that way. And we can try to fill it with all these things, right? Relationships and success and maybe a body image or whatever that is, or, or likes on an Instagram post, you know, but like God's like, hey, I'm the only one that can fully fill you up, satisfy you. And so if you have a tug on your heart, it's because the Holy Spirit created you to desire him as a human being. And so I kind of wanted to just chit chat real quick about the fact that like, this is a personal decision. You know, God gives us free will. He gives us a choice to choose him. And I love that. I love that he's not, he doesn't force his love upon us, you know? And so even though I have a podcast, I spoke about my foundation of faith and it's about being raised in church and how I came to know God and my experience with that. But really it comes down to you guys that this is a personal decision. Like I always chose to to pursue God. There was always this tug in my heart to be near to him, to know him, to be led by him. Like that was like my safe place. That made sense to me. I just knew I had discernment. Like that was what I was supposed to do. And so I believe that if you have a tug to like lean back in or, or to seek out God and you're like, Hey, nothing else in my life is really working out for me. And like, for some reason, I'm curious about God. Like there's a reason for that. And this is a relationship. So you know, it's like the more time that you spend with somebody, the more you get to know them, you, the more you know, you're gonna know God's heart, you know, his character, you don't know who he is, how how much he loves you, the grace he has for you, um, how forgiven you are, all of those things. And I know it's going to bring you so, so much peace. I just have this verse, it's Proverbs 8, 17. And it says, I love those who seek me and those who seek me find me. Oh, you guys, I, I just love that God is like, he really truly is tangible. And he's like, Hey, look, look for me. Like I draw near to me and I'm going to draw near to you. Like he's not just this God in the throne. Who's like marching us around telling us what to do. Like he really wants to bring us so much peace and discernment and clarity and just vision for our lives. And he wants a relationship. He wants to know, he wants your time right? He wants us to be, to be near him. And like, he desires you, like the God of the universe desires you. Like how powerful is that? You know? So real quickly, like, I just wanted to 
kind of cover like who's Jesus, right? So Jesus is the son of God who took on the form of man, right? He lived a sinless life, took on the sin of the world, died on the cross for us and conquered death and rose three days later, right? That's the gospel. So he took on our sin so that we would no longer be separated from him by our sin. And so we're inviting him into our hearts and we're going to spend eternity with him, right? So John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world that whoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting eternal life with him, right? That's the gospel. God desires a relationship with you, like a, a nearness with you. And there's so many distractions in the world and so many people in our, that relationship we have on this earth, right? Fall short. We all fall short. We're all sinners. You know, we all make mistakes and God is so perfect. He's flawless. And his relationship with you, you know, he, he desires to know the inner works of your heart and he wants to be near you. And I, I even love, you know, we, we talk about Jesus being like a shepherd of sheep. I've heard this in songs and in verses and, and it says like, he leaves the 99 to go after the one. And I was like, what is that? What is it? What is the 99? And it's talking about like, if he has like a hundred sheep and one strays, one being you, he desires you enough. Like he might have all these other believers, all these other children, but like when you stray, like God is going after you. And I talk about that a little bit later. I want to talk about religion and relationship. And it's like relationship with God is like, God is seeking your heart. Like he wants to be near you. Like he's pulling you in close. And I, I just hope that fills you up so much knowing that like the God of the universe, like he, he wants a relationship with you. Like he wants to know about your day. He wants to know about what hurts you. He wants you just, you just to come to him, right? These are some things I'm going to kind of go over that came to my heart when it comes to seeking God. And so in no particular order of importance, but you know, when I say what's on my heart, I feel like this is what God wanted me to share. Right. And so I feel like after I've read the Bible over the years, this is like the truth that I know from his word and God's desire for us to have really an intimate relationship with him, you know, like not surface level. I don't know about you guys. But I'm so tired of surface level relationships in my life. There's so much of that in our world. Right. And so I love that it's in Psalms. It says, God knows your every thoughts. Like he knows the days of your life before you even born. He, he knows the hairs on your head. Like how many hairs, you know, they said we live like a hundred a day. <laughs> the cosmetologist coming out on me. And still we have so many, like he knows the hairs on your head. He, he says his thoughts outnumber the grains of sand, you know? And I love, I love this verse. It's like, think about when you're at the beach and you pick up, you know, a, a handful of sand. Imagine trying to count those grains let alone his thoughts outnumber all of the grains of sand. Like that's how much he thinks of you. So when you think about you're not significant or no one loves you or no one's like looking out for you, like know that that's how vast the sum of his thoughts are for you. But I do want to cover real quick before we go into these kind of steps and some tips. You guys, it's so important for you to know, like you could just get to come as you are. God knows you, like he accepts you and he loves you and he welcomes you with open arms and you don't need to be spotless before going to church or meeting with him. There are no prerequisites to meeting with Jesus. And it says in Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So even before you chose God, he still loved you. And I, I kind of had this idea of like, you know, people say like, I'm just gonna like, you know, lose some weight before I go to the gym or, you know, before I start eating healthy or whatever. You're like they have a, this idea like pre of a prerequisite before getting healthy. And it's like, no, just come as you you are to start. So I just want to encourage you that like, don't feel like you have to have it all together and all the things like just be open, be willing to meet with God. And something so simple is just to ask him, right. I'm going to kind of go into prayer a little bit, but just asking him like, Hey God, like meet me, like reveal yourself to me today. Even in your day, if you're just, there's like chaos or something going on, like, I just don't want us to overcomplicate what a relationship with God looks like. 
it's a relationship. Talk to him. He's your heavenly father. You know, my desire as I, as I teach and I lead, especially like on Bible study, is I really want you guys to be excited. That means keeping it simple, right? It's not overthinking it. Being excited. Be eager. I want you to have this desire to really know God and not be intimidated. And I really want to break off any other like religious idea of who God might have been to you in the past. And I'm like praying over this episode so much, you guys, that I really feel like this is the one of, if not one of the most significant podcasts that I will share. And I feel that so strongly because I'm always going to be honest with you guys. I have like the craziest amount of spiritual warfare right before this. And I just know I'm like, okay, if, if the enemy is so afraid of what I'm supposed to, what I'm about to broadcast on here, then why is he trying to make me feel so, you know, unequipped in this moment? So I'm here to share with you, you know, this is something that like, obviously is so important to you and your life. It's the most important decision you'll ever make is knowing Jesus. And so I want to simplify that. I want you to be excited. I don't want you to be, you know, stressing out about opening your Bible. I want you to look forward to it. Here are some tips I have for you about leaning in, coming back to your faith, getting started as a brand new believer. And so I think one of the most important things is you guys is to get connected and stay connected. If anything, we have learned in the last year, right? The isolation is not a healthy situation. And, you know, especially in the Bible, it says where two or more gathered there, he has also. And I just, I love having conversations with other believers and, or just about Jesus, because when he says, when you're together, like I'm among you, not that he's not when we're alone, but I just think he's so much more present. You can bounce ideas and thoughts off of each other. And he just works in between us. So Obviously staying connected, getting connected. Church, you guys, there are churches that are open. And um, if you're in the Orange County area, I was just slipping up, but I go to Ocean's Church. It's in San Juan Capistrano. And you guys, it is amazing. I love it so much. I've never felt so connected. I love the Holy Spirit. I feel it there. I feel like God's moving and he's creating and rising up bold leaders in that church. So if you're in the Orange County area, it's like 30 minutes from me and it is worth the drive. And even I will say, you know, I've been raised in church and you guys, it is intimidating for me to try new churches. I actually went to one a couple weeks ago just to um, go with a friend. And I remember walking in and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what like non-believers or like new Christians must feel like when they're coming into church because even I was intimidated. And so I want you to know that's such a normal feeling to be scared. And, and again, right. I, I kind of have this idea like this, like the thought as I'm going into this and talking about this and church and all the things and doing something new and it's scary, right? You're putting yourself out there. You're making yourself vulnerable. I'm very vulnerable in this moment right now, <laughs> but if there wasn't fear, why would that be so, why would he not be planting fear in your mind right now? If he wasn't so afraid of what God was going to do through you, when you go to that church, when you go to a small group, um, I went to a small group for my church a couple months ago for the first time. And you guys, I was like, I was going to be late. And I was like, no, no, I'm just not going to go. I'm just not going to go. And I was like, Danielle, get in the car. <laughs> You're going to go. Like, what else is going to do? And so I drive 20 minutes there and I get to this apartment complex and there's no parking. And I'm just like, well, what are you doing here? Like, we should just go home. And then I'm like, no, we didn't drive 20 minutes for no reason. I'm already late. I'm going back and forth with my head. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, okay, just get out of the car, park, park and get out of the car and go inside. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And, you know, everyone was super welcoming. I went a couple of times. You guys, I ended up making my, one of my very closest best friends probably my whole life at this small group and she led my group and she's a huge part of my life. And as soon as we started to connect and get together, you guys, God did something like between us, right? Like, like I said, we're two more gathered, like the conversations we would have with other people, just her, her spiritual giftings was so empowering. We just balanced each other so well. We were really just like, okay, God like anointed us together. And like how I almost didn't go to that group. Do you know what I'm saying? And so even as a believer, my entire life, like I still get kind of scared or intimidated. So I want, you know, that that's, that's normal, but just to push through that, it's so, so worth it because really what's ahead of you and what God has in store for you in that church or in that group,
group, it's going to change your life, right? And the enemy wants nothing more than to make you feel isolated and alone and like nobody cares, nobody hears you, nobody sees you, you know? So I encourage you to push through that discomfort because <laughs> even I have. And so I, I relate. Also getting connected, staying connected. So I have a Bible study every Tuesday morning. My best friend Anissa and I do it via Zoom. We have girls all over the country, different time zones who hop on and we share about the Bible and exactly kind of what I'm talking about today and really how to dive in. We always have a topic we share about and, you know, we get into prayer. We have prayer requests. Everyone kind of pops in, or pops on and chimes in um, and what's going on in their life, how they can relate. And it's just such an incredible way for community. And it's, we actually started this about a year ago when churches shut down. It was so cool. Actually, the week that church is shut down. God had already told me to start a Bible study via Zoom. And he knew that we needed a virtual connection. So we still do that every single Tuesday. Uh, I'll put the link for my Instagram and there's a highlight reel on my page with a link for that 7am Pacific Standard Time and 9am Central Standard Time. Join us. Anyone is welcome. So I would love to have you guys on there. It's so powerful. God totally meets us. He connects people. That is a great way, even for us the, as the ones leading it to connect. And Anissa herself, she's my accountability partner. You know, when we actually became friends about a year ago because I was following her on Instagram, we're in the same network marketing company. And I was like, hey, this girl's a, she's Christian. She's a believer. She's just a hustler. She's a hard worker. I was like, wow, I think we would really connect. And so we ended up starting our friendship by having phone conversations and praying over each other. And you guys, it's so important to have somebody that you can be really, really open with and now that's even become, you know, my small group leader, my friend that I've, I've established here as well. But having somebody that you can like always pray with or just send a text and be like, hey, can you pray for me right now? Or like be willing to pray for them. But I think it's so important to at least have one person, a small group and the Bible study, at least weekly, you guys, you need to connect with somebody, meet somebody for coffee, share life, talk prayer, prayer requests, all the things. It's so, so important. I can't stress that enough. I think that is probably one of the most important ones when getting connected to your faith is to not isolate yourself. That's not a safe place for you. Also seeking counsel. I mean, no matter what level of maturity in my faith I'm at, I'm always seeking like wisdom and guidance. I have somebody right now I'm speaking to, I'm meeting with her every couple of weeks and talking about like the healing that I need in my life. You know, I'm seeking wise counsel. That's what the Bible calls us to do. So we need to grow, right? We need to be connected. So number two is prayer. You guys, I can't stress this enough. Prayer is totally like, I mean, I guess I would say it's like my love language, but it's so powerful. And I don't want this to be like an act of religion. Like, oh, we just like give thanks to God and go about our day and feel like we're forced to do it, you know? And it's just like this boring monologue that just has like no passion and no like, you know, I, I want you to understand that prayer can be so simple. Prayer can be just saying the name of Jesus. So you don't have to overcomplicate it. If you're just feel like you're chaotic and things are going on just like God says like just the name, his name has so much power and demons must flee at his name. That can be so simple. But also, you know, when you're getting into quiet time or whatever, just say like, God, like, just meet me, reveal yourself to me or in, in your day, like show up for me, you know, or help me to interpret what you want me to read today. Very simple. Don't overthink it. And prayer can kind of be like, I mean, I just talk to God throughout my day as well. Like I just, <laughs> I'm always in communication with him. I love especially praying scripture over myself and Bible study and things like that. And so it's so, so powerful. And just don't feel like it has to be this perfect you know, eloquently spoken passage that you're speaking to God, you know, or, or praying for other people. Sometimes the times when I've <laughs> felt like a nudge to pray for somebody and I've, that, I think that's so huge, you guys, right? Or two more of the gathered, not only two more of the gathered, but like in prayer, what God has called us to do has just been like some of the most like life-changing moments 
both for me, um, people prayed over me in my life, right? If you guys heard about my, um, my Jesus encounter, both of them I kind of talked about the last couple episodes, but that, I feel like this is really when we like, we kind of give God permission, right? To like intercede, to speak to us and just asking him, you know, the Bible says to ask. So don't overthink prayer, uh, keep it simple and just start somewhere, you know? So just talk to him, Show, tell him about your day, ask him for things, you know, ask him for clarity and wisdom to reveal himself to you. Even just those, I think those are little, little good first good steps. Um, I love prayer. If you're ever seeking prayer, slide in my DMs and I'd be more than happy to do that for you. So number three, the Bible. You guys, the Bible. Studying the Bible. Um, this is your weapon. Ephesians 6 says this is your weapon against the enemy. You guys, this isn't just a book of rules. This is God's word. And it, there is a shift in your heart when you read it, when you know it, when you speak it over yourself, right? right? When you pray about it. And so I don't want you to be intimidated. I want you to be excited. This is like God's like love letter to you about like how to experience peace and direction and understanding. And it was so crazy. I was reading this the other night with a friend and he was saying like that, isn't it so crazy that in this book, like there's all the answers that we need, all the peace and like everything is just like in this book, it's like it's in our, it's before us. And we just need to be willing to open it. If you're looking to start reading, I love James. James is a great book. The Gospels is just like Mark, Matthew, Luke, John. Psalms are really great. Right now I'm reading through Proverbs. If you want to do like Psalms or Proverbs, like 1 through 30 or 31, depending on the month, right? So those are some great ways. And also when you read it, I have this, it's like a, it's called SOAP, the SOAP method, which is like a journaling method. I was taught at my church when I was in Hawaii and I love it. I teach it on my Bible study now. And it's been so helpful. I actually do it kind of like without even listing it out, but just very naturally I've learned to read it this way. So as being for scripture, right? You have a passage you're going to read. Sometimes you want to read it a couple times, right? So if I'm reading a Proverbs, I might read it through twice because sometimes I read it. I'm like, what the heck does this say? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And also, right, I'm praying before. I'm praying for, hey, God, meet me. Reveal yourself to me. Like, show me what you want to see in this in this scripture right now. So we're reading scripture. Oh, observation. What are we observing about that, that passage? Maybe there's some key words that keep coming up. Today, we read like, Joshua 1, 6 through 9. And it said, be strong and courageous like three or four times. I'm like, Kate, this is this is the topic. <laughs> Being strong and courageous. This is what I'm observing. Especially if something's repetitive, right? God wants to like bring importance to it. And then A for application or action, like taking action, I like to say is, okay, we're reading the scripture. We're observing what it says, but now like, how are we gonna apply it to our life? And are we gonna take action? Because we can know about God's goodness and, and his word, and like what it says and his pieces that we have access to. But like, if we're not like, praying of ourselves and like taking action with it kind of like what's the point and then p obviously like i just told you is prayer so I, like i said i think this is like your weapon it's not only the bible but prayer right against the enemy so when you're feeling fearful or, or anxious you guys those, those feelings aren't of god and so take that scripture and pray about it and be like god like you you know no weapon formed against me shall prosper and you have plans, you have plans to prosper me and not to harm me, you know? And so those are just some scriptures that I like to pray about. Sometimes I scream them, <laughs> depending on my mood and how attacked I'm being, but like use this as your weapon, you guys, like this is what you need to use and to go to. And that's why it's so important to, to know the Bible. And uh, I, I know that when we do read it, it's not just something that we just like read and skip over and whatever. And sometimes I think there's a shift in our heart. We memorize it and we use it. And sometimes you kind of read through it. And I feel like God is just like piecing together things along the way for you. And he's starting to transform and renew your mind as you're reading it. And so just start, right? I think this is so important about just anything in your faith is just to start somewhere. Start praying, start opening your Bible. Because there's no wrong way to do it. There's no wrong way to like talk about God. Don't be intimidated, you guys. Meditate on it. The Bible says to meditate on his word day and night. Ask, seek, and knock. Um, seek him with all of your heart. Scripture, observation, application, prayer, really simple way to journal it. 
Um, if you're that kind of person and you want to take notes and I've read certain chapters in the book, in the, in the book, in the Bible over and over and God reveals different things to me every time. And so, so special. I'm so excited for you to get to dive in. And if you guys have any other specific questions about books, you can totally ask me, feel free to ask me any questions in my DMs about this, you guys. Uh, like I said, this is the most important thing that you will ever do in your life is to seek out God. Um, number four, find quiet time to be still. So again, if you haven't checked out my last episode, I go into the detail of what being still means for me and kind of what that, that time looks like for me. But just like with anything, you guys, consistency matters, right? So in your business, in a diet, in a relationship, like you can't just like treat your husband or, you know, hang out with your husband one day and then ignore him for three days, right? He's gonna be like, yo, what's going on? Like, I thought this was a relationship. So the same thing with God, like we need to take time every single day to, to spend with him. And if that's five minutes, that's five minutes. You know, if that's 20 minutes, that's great. If you're just praying throughout your day, like just be in communication with him, like find time consistently with all your you. Maybe you're listening to some worship music, but find time to kind of just drown out the world and seek him. And I've been really, really good about like, actually reading my Bible every single day and reading these Proverbs. And I think it was, was it yesterday, the day before, I think it was yesterday. I, I woke up late and I didn't get a chance to, and I kept like putting it off all day. And I just felt like I was just so tired. <laughs> I was so like chaotic. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't like think straight. And I'm like, wow, this makes a huge difference. Like I, I need that time to like be still and recenter and everything else in my day just like makes sense. Even it's a few minutes and I, I just, I let it go, you know, kept making excuses and it really is hard, you know, to, I, that's why I love waking up early and I'm not a morning person <laughs> by any means. Um, but I've learned to love it. Cause I'm just like, wow, like at 5 30 AM, like my team's not texting me. Nobody's really awake. I even put my phone on silent, but I'm like, Hey, like I just get to be still and be here with God. And like, nothing is distracting me. I have no duties at this moment. So whatever that, whatever time it looks like for you, maybe it's at night. You have to put your kids down the bed and that's a time for you, whatever it looks like for you. But I, I do prefer mornings. You know, I think that there's something so still about the morning. And also during quiet time, I hope that you, that's when you learn to hear his voice. And sometimes I think I go to meet him and I'm like, Hey God, tell me all the things like meet with me. And I think that he is just like, Hey, I just need you to listen. Like I think, and I've been reading a lot in my Proverbs right now. It's like, just listen. Like if you're seeking wisdom, you need to listen to me. And so a lot of people ask like, what does it mean to hear God's voice? And I think it's not always an audible voice, right? It's usually people keep saying it's like a thought that's not yours. And that's the best way to describe it. Um, sometimes hearing his voice, like on another note is from other people, or maybe in your devotional, or maybe on social media somehow, somehow God's, he uses different ways to speak to you. And then also in your quiet time, finding a moment to, to worship God. Right. And so I look at worship as like an act of surrender, like, Hey God, I'm giving you authority in my life. Like you're all knowing, like you're in control. I surrender what's going on in my life. And you guys, I, I truly feel like that's when I just, I meet God like on a different level. Like I, I hear thoughts, I have ideas. I feel like I'm the most creative in music and specifically during worship. And so I feel like God, that's when he really, really intercedes. So finding time to be quiet and still waking up early, a few minutes here and there, be willing to listen, uh, like I talked about in this last episode, really surrendering your agenda, just everything. It's so much, so much better to just know that that seems like so out of our norm, like out of our, like our flesh is like, let's hold on. Like I want to have control. I want to know the things. And God's like, but I'm calling you to not, I'm calling you to like, just release it to me. And there's so much more peace, you guys. I'm like, he is God and God is good at being God. And I promise you, as soon as you start to surrender things to him, you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, why did I try to have control? That's a side note. Okay. So you guys, this is my favorite topic. Finally, five religion versus relationship. I'm going to get 
passionate. <laughs> okay. I, especially as I talk about in Bible study and on this episode, you guys, I do not want us to have this mediocre surface level version of Christianity. Okay. I'm not sharing this with you so that you can feel good. Check quiet time off your list of duties for the day or like just feel good on Sundays. Like my desire is for you to like truly experience the supernatural presence of God that shakes your spirit, that moves in your heart and creates this constant desire to know him deeper and deeper and deeper. Like be and right and be fully satisfied by him. And I feel like every single day, like I'm reading my Bible, I'm getting my quiet time. And I'm just like, God, like I just can't get enough of you. And I, I pr- actually prayed for this, right? I was like, I want to get to the point where I desire you so much that I cannot get enough of you. I want, I'm like so hungry for more wisdom. I want to know what I'm doing in my, and my life is right. I want to know that it's, I'm remaining humble, that I'm doing things that are righteous, that I'm just, I'm following his will. And I know when I follow his will, that I'm so much more at peace and so much happier. And so I was thinking about this topic. I was really, you know, religion versus relationship. I thought about this book. I have not read it in years. And I actually came across this YouTube video by this guy named Jefferson Bethke. And he was like a young guy, I think early 20s. And it was like a viral video about how he says that he hates religion and Jesus is greater than religion. And I will actually link the the YouTube video in the description for you guys to check it out because it's it's amazing. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a, like a poem, poetic rap about <laughs> like comparing you know who Jesus is to a religion. And so a couple of the, these things that I was thinking about is that he says in it, he says religion says do, Jesus says done. Religion says slave, Jesus says son. Religion puts you in bondage, Jesus sets you free. Religion makes you blind, and Jesus makes you see. Religion is man searching for God and Jesus is God searching for man. You guys, I love this. And this is like, I feel like I've just, I've always had this tug to like be near since I was a kid always had this like tug to like know God. And I just, I knew that it wasn't something that I just did. Like you don't have to earn God's love. God doesn't make you feel guilty or ashamed. He's, he's just, he wants your heart. Like he wants your time. He wants to fill you with, you know, his, his, his peace surpasses all understanding. Like there's nothing like having a relationship with God. And it's so hard because I've watched, I've had some relationships and friendships with people who um, are really hurt by religion, you know, and, and the church just because, you know, maybe somebody who, who acted religious or from a different church or something hurt you. It doesn't mean that that, that defines God. And so if you want to know who Jesus is and how much he loves you and his character and how gracious he is, you guys open your Bible, read, read your Bible, lean in, seek counsel. I just really encourage you to not be intimidated or feel like you have to work for God. Like, yes, we're called to be servants, right? We're called to like serve others and love others and tell other people about Jesus, but you don't have to earn God's love. Like he loves you fully already. Ready. So just come as you are. Don't overthink it. Give yourself grace. You know, it's a process. You're learning. You're learning about who Jesus is. And um, like I said, his characteristics. And so it's a process to, to get to know him and know his heart and know his voice and all the things. And so I just, I have a couple of verses on my head or my mind, but it's this one that says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone and the new is here. And that's in second Corinthians. It's two seventeen. But you guys like, no matter where you've been, no matter what mistakes you've made, no matter how far, like how far you think you are from God, like you're never too far gone. There's always an open door. And even if like you're coming back to know Jesus, like God's just, he, he's literally like, he's waiting with like open arms. He's waiting for you. And he's, he's not angry at you. You're so worthy. 
I hope that you feel that so fully. Just give yourself grace. It's just, it's a process. Like I said, if you guys ever have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram. I would love to talk to you. Don't isolate yourself. Stay connected. Find a church, find a small group, come on my, on my Bible study and find an accountability partner and do your best to meet with God daily. And so I just want to do like a little closing prayer before I close out this, this episode for anyone who is opening up their heart to God. So dear Jesus, I just thank you for this podcast, God, and so and for your voice working in through me. And God, I just pray that anybody who is seeking you, God, that it's just effortless to meet you. And anything that separates them from you, God, I pray that would just be removed and that you would find people in their, their life to come near to them and to guide them and to stay connected with. I pray that your word is so um, obvious to them and they can discern it. And it's not, it's not scary. It's not intimidating, but that they just, they desire to seek you and God, that you wake them up every day with intention to meet them. And I just thank you for the tug and the obedience on their heart to, to lean into you and to hear your voice. And so I just thank you so much for the transformation that you're doing already in them right now. And I just pray that whatever's on their heart, God, that they just, as they're listening to this, God, that they just, they, they feel it and they hear it so clearly. And they just know, it's hard to know and understand, have this like small understanding, right? Of how much you love them so fully. Um, they're never too far gone. And you have every intention to um, to love on them in ways they've never experienced before. And so anything that separates them from you, God, I just break that off in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys, if you have any questions, prayer requests, you have breakthroughs, praise reports, whatever God's doing in your life, give me feedback. Come um, slide into my DMs. Share with me at Danny Cakes, D-A-N-N-N-I Cakes. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And you guys, oh my gosh, next week you have no idea what's coming. I have my second guest on the podcast. I'm so excited. I wasn't going to tell you because I wish it was a surprise, but you know what, you guys, the woman who really set a fire in my soul when I began my business in network marketing and made me feel worthy of more and how to never settle being average, all the things you guys can't want to share with you, Debbie Neal is going to be my second guest next week. So stay tuned for that. Check that out. Like I said, check out Being Still on the last episode. I'm going to leave you guys with this. This is Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart.